What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Friday, September 22nd. Fridays during football season are so awesome. Mondays during football season are so awesome. And if your team plays on a Monday night, Tuesdays are so awesome. Heck, right now, everything in South Florida sports-wise, I don't want to say the word awesome again, although I just did. I feel like I've already used it way too many times in the first 20 seconds, but South Florida is deserving of it because everything going on right now is awesome. We have such a busy weekend ahead. I feel like we got a full plate of greatness. So many good things on our plate that can turn into great. South Florida is on fire right now sports-wise. The Miami Dolphins, they're one of the biggest stories in the entire NFL. And finally, they've got their home opener. Finally, they're going to be playing at home. The Hurricanes have played three games at Hard Rock Stadium this season. The Miami Dolphins have played none. Preseason doesn't count. Come on. And they only had one of those. The Dolphins host the Denver Broncos on Sunday afternoon. And I know a lot of you will be there. A lot of you will be there early. You'll be out there tailgating, hopefully not getting too drunk before the game starts. I'm not going to go off on my, not really rant, but like spiel. I just don't understand how some people just get completely plastered three or four hours prior to the game. And then you go in and, oh, yeah, you don't even know what's going on. Unless you can drink a lot and you'll be able to do those DUI exercises and and pass them all. But obviously, you shouldn't be drinking and driving. You want to drink before the Dolphins game? Go have a good time. Go root for the Miami Dolphins. Don't get into a fight. We saw what happened in New England. We heard the stories. Um, Just don't, don't get into a fight. Enjoy the game. Hopefully enjoy a Miami Dolphins victory. They should be, keyword should, be 3-0 late Sunday afternoon. And speaking of the Miami Hurricanes, because they've already played three games at Hard Rock Stadium, now they get their first taste of a road game in Philadelphia against Temple. If you take a look, which you probably haven't done because who in South Florida would do this, take a look at the forecast for the Philadelphia area. And tomorrow, (laughs) yeah, it is going to rain. It is going to be like a torrential downpour, supposedly. But we know how those forecasts go. Sometimes they're spot on. Sometimes, yeah, it's going to rain in South Florida today. And it's sunny. There's like five minutes of of rain. So hopefully that will not affect the Canes uh, too much. They know what it's like to practice in the rain, although they go inside nowadays. But still, we're all used to rain, and it's going to be raining on both sides of the field. It'll be If it's raining, it's going to rain when Temple's got the ball. It's going to rain when Miami's got the ball. They're both going to have to deal with it. No excuses in this game tomorrow for the University of Miami. It's a road game. It's against Temple. They should be 4-0, and and they should be 5-0. and I mean, you can't win twice on – this Saturday, but you get my point. They should start the season 5-0. and So we've also got the Miami Marlins. We the Marlins. 
And while it is football season and I'm very interested and invested in the Miami Dolphins and their start, which has been great, the Miami Marlins, to me, if I had to list my interest levels right now where like I could only watch one game, football on a Sunday, it's always going to be number one. But like tonight and tomorrow, I am totally focused on the Miami Marlins. A critical three-game series against the Milwaukee Brewers. It's at home. It's in Little Havana. Nine games left. They are fighting for that wild card spot. If you take a look, there's really two that they can get. They can get the second wild card spot. Might be a little bit more difficult, but that's that third spot, it's it's theirs. I mean, it's literally theirs. They came into today with that third spot. Tied with the Cubs, but the, the Marlins have the tiebreaker against the Cubs. So, yeah, they're fighting for a postseason spot. But coming into today, it is theirs. But they still got a lot of work to do. So I'll get into that discussion in a little bit. Inter-Miami, they're going to be in action this weekend. They will be messy-less, though. Messi will not play. And Inter-Miami, they're going to need to do a lot to get in to their uh, postseason. I'm not sure if it's going to uh, happen or not, but in any event, I guess next season for them will be a little bit different. I was going to the airport the other day, Miami International Airport, and I'm in the Uber going to the airport. Coming from, for those of you familiar in Miami-Dade County, the 836, I'm on the 836 going east, get off on the exit ramp to Lejeune, Taking the exit ramp, which makes no sense why it gets backed up sometimes when there's really no traffic. It's just people are like 50 feet off the ground on a ramp and they forget how to drive or something. I don't know. But to the right is the old Mel Reese golf course. Inner Miami sent out a press release a couple of weeks ago saying they broke ground on the stadium. So I'm looking over to the right. And all I see compared to before are some trees that are uprooted, not by like a storm, not not a tornado, but just uprooted trees. So there's machinery that is uprooting the trees to get rid of the trees. And hopefully they had a permit for that if those trees were like some sacred trees or something. You know, that you're not allowed to just remove any tree. I mean, Inner Miami wouldn't do something without permits, right? Like put up seats, bleachers, something to that extent. There's no way they would be in the news for that. So the groundbreaking process, uprooted trees. That's what we have just east of Miami International Airport uh, at this moment. And a tarp on the fence. So you can't watch them uproot the trees. So Inner Miami's in action. We got the Dolphins in action. We got the Hurricanes in action. We got the Marlins in action. The Florida Panthers have started training camp. Their preseason is here. Um, the Miami Heat, they're just about to start training camp. 
And when it comes to the heat and any heat news, we're all following the same thing. And things have heated up over the last 24 hours or so about Dame. It's starting to feel like we're working towards a deal. Will it get done? I think it will. I've always thought it would. But it's funny because we did shows about this for like two weeks. And I feel like I covered every single aspect of a potential trade. And then Portland's GM said, hey, this could take months and months. And I came on here and I said, you know what? Like, what has he got to lose? Maybe a better offer comes forward. Maybe the Heat's offers better. Maybe Dame changes his mind. From their standpoint, there's really no rush until you are about to start training camp because you don't want that whole mess going on in your camp. Well, training camp is starting very soon. And it's been a couple of months since Portland's GM said it could take months. So here we are right now. We're, we're here months later with camp about to start. And I think that's a big part of why it feels like this trade is about to go down. And I don't want to say if it does. I'm going to say when it does. How good is this Miami Heat team going to be? Doesn't matter who you give them. As long as it's not Jimmy or Bam, you got Dame with Jimmy and Bam. It's like this will be for the Heat a dream season. Everything has gone right for South Florida sports teams. It's just been amazing what we've had in 2023. And while the Panthers and Heat didn't win a championship, I don't know how the Panthers will do this season because you can't just, unless it's like an unbelievable goalie, you can't just acquire one player and say, oh, they're going to win the Stanley Cup, even if it's a really good goalie. But we know how it works in the NBA. The Heat already have Jimmy and Bam. You add Dame to that mix, you better believe 100% the Miami Heat should absolutely be in the NBA Finals. They should win the East, no doubt. What happens after that? We'll see. Somebody's going to be there in the West, and they're going to be really good. All right, I got a lot to get to this hour. I've been talking for almost 11 minutes, and I haven't even got to what I really want to get to. And that's because I can't until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. Miami Dolphins fans, you deserve this. Sunday, the home opener for the Miami Dolphins. I bet you every Dolphins fan is so excited. You're always excited for a Dolphins home game, especially the home opener. But when their first two games were on the road, both of them conference games, one of them a Sunday night game divisional matchup, and then the team is coming home, With two W's out of two tries, Dolphins fans are going to be so fired up on Sunday for this one. The way this Dolphins offense has been going, it's really taken the league by storm. 
it's very exciting to watch this offense. They're very innovative. They're a lot of fun. Forget the fact that the Dolphins offense hasn't been very good since Dan Marino was a Dolphin, other than basically Ricky Williams, who was a stud, but forget about all of that. The biggest offense of the Dolphins offense for the last two decades, it's been that they've been boring. Really, you watch them for so many years and it's just boring. Were you ever really excited when Ryan Tannehill was the quarterback for like seven or eight seasons, however many seasons it was? Felt felt like 15. It was just boring. You, You were never excited watching this team. The Dolphins had been a tough watch for a long time. Now, you could go back to last year and say they were exciting, and they were, but two of missed games, and then they became less exciting. But if you look at Mike McDaniel's tenure, since Mike McDaniel became the Dolphins head coach, which was last season, and now you take a look at this season, what he has done, what this team added personnel-wise, and then what he has done with those players that were added. Not just saying, okay, you added Tyreek Hill. He's going to go out there with blazing speed. But the way he's been used, the motion, everything going on with that Dolphins offense, suddenly they are the show in the NFL. People from around the country, if they're going to watch a random football game, they are going to watch the Miami Dolphins because that offense they have is electric and Tyreek Hill is that dude and Tua Tungabailoa is slinging it all over the yard. I'm not going to, even though I'm going to bring it up, I'm not going to draw comparisons here because... I'm not here to give you like some hot take and then people argue over it. But when I sit here and talk about how electric this offense is for Miami, how people across the country want to see it, how exciting it is, and what Mike McDaniel has been able to implement, when I say that, I feel like some of you in your head might be saying, well, wait a minute. When I think about an electric offense, like an offense that I got to watch on television, I think of the greatest show on turf, the Rams that year. I'm not making any comparisons here. I'm just telling you that's what comes to my mind. And I'm not going to compare what they had to what the Dolphins have now. I just know that if I was going to watch a random football game and it was the Miami Dolphins on TV... They were the random team um, in Mississippi or something. I would be really excited to watch Tyreek and Tua and Jalen, even though we may not see Jalen on Sunday. He's trying to ramp up, I guess, but he's still in the concussion protocol. I would be really excited to watch this team. Everything that Mike McDaniel has done with this offense, it's just been so exciting. So the ball will be placed on the tee at Hard Rock Stadium Sunday afternoon for the first time this season. The Dolphins will kick off one of their nine home games this year. They've had none. This is game number one, and I am really happy for Dolphins fans because you guys have waited a long time to watch a team this fun. 
you have spent so much money on season tickets or just buying single game tickets. You have spent so many Sundays trying to see a team that will excite you and it never happens. You look at this team right now and it is happening. They're explosive. You want to make comparisons, they're absolutely comparable to the days of when it was Marino and the Marx brothers. You had Marino back there in the pocket slinging it all over the yard. It feels like that. Even though this feels to me more electric. It's a different style of game now. There's more electricity on that field. It's taken a long time for the Dolphins to get to where they are. And I know they've only played two games. They got 15 to go. But things feel good. Now, I wish I could say and the Dolphins could say that you will see Jalen Waddle on Sunday. Mike McDaniel spoke earlier and Mike McDaniel said he's uh, practicing. It's part of the protocol, but he's got to clear the protocol in time and they're not going to rule him out yet. We know the Dolphins have been under so much fire for the way Tua's concussions were handled last year. I don't know if this puts them in a situation where they got to overdo it a little bit, where you got to make sure uh, to the fullest, fullest extent, even though when you know it, it's like confirming a story. You can already confirm it, but you need to confirm it three times. They do not want to have the perception at all that they're rushing anyone through the concussion protocol. Not having Jalen Waddle on the field, will it hurt the Dolphins? It will. But Denver, their defense isn't very good. They can key in on Tyreek, of course, but Tyreek can get past anybody. I mean, he just puts on the afterburner. It doesn't matter. Tyreek said it himself. You can have two guys cover me. And let's not forget the way Mike McDaniel designs this offense. It's almost like an NBA team. He's so good at using movement to create space. He uses the speed to create space. So, like, if Waddle is out there, he'll have his guys run routes simply to pull a safety to create an open area for Tyreek Hill or vice versa. So I don't want to make it sound like, oh, it's no big deal if Waddle's not out there. I just don't think that's going to, in this game on Sunday, cause the Miami Dolphins to lose because I I do feel like they have enough to beat Denver. You've still got Braxton Berrios. He's really good. Durham Smythe is turning into a really good pass catcher. The Dolphins have other weapons, too, that they've been using. The biggest thing through two games and why this team has been so successful, two has been kept very clean. And part of that is a credit to him. Not just the offensive line, but it's a credit to Tua himself. He's been very decisive. He's so quick to get rid of that football. The pass rushers aren't even having time to get to him. It's like 1,001, 1,002, the ball is out right away. And then the other half, and hopefully we continue to see this, that offensive line, they've been really good. It's a surprise to me. And that's even without Teron Armstead. 
The O-line has been really good. The run game has been effective. Think about that long touchdown run where he mostered had New England. He raced through that hole. But there was a hole to race through. You can't race through a hole if there's no hole there. And in pass protection, the Dolphins have been outstanding. So I like what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball. If there's no Jalen Waddle out there on Sunday, I still think the Miami Dolphins win this game convincingly. And on defense, we saw growth from week one to week two. Week one against the Chargers, it looked like, okay, the Dolphins had a new defensive coordinator trying to figure out his group. It looked like that. And they did. I mean, but it looked exactly like the situation was. Here's the guy just trying to figure everything out. They didn't tackle well. They didn't impact the quarterback until that final drive, the last two plays, which meant the most. But then you look at the Patriots game, Sunday Night Football, they were much more aggressive. They were much more together. Part of that could be the Patriots' offense is not good. But the other part is the Dolphins' D just balled out. And now we get to see what they'll do against Russell Wilson and Sean Payton there on the sideline. I I just don't think Denver's that good. And when Seattle made that trade, I thought they were smart. I thought Russell Wilson didn't have his stuff his final year in Seattle. And then Denver made that deal and he gets all this money. I'm like, whoa, okay. And things haven't quite worked out for Russell Wilson so far in Denver. And I know Dolphins fans are hoping that continues Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium. Dolphins fans are very excited. And I think when you leave Hard Rock on Sunday, there's going to be a lot of horn honking. There, there's going to be a, a lot of celebrating for being 3-0. and Because I, I just feel like the Dolphins absolutely will win that game. I hope I'm not being overconfident. I can be overconfident when I talk about... Because I 100% know, it is a fact, when you walk in the doors to Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, you will be surrounded by beautiful women who come from all over the world. That is why Dean's Gold is the ultimate gentleman's club. If you haven't been there yet, what the heck are you waiting for? You can even watch the games there on television You want to watch a game Sunday night, Monday night? You can even watch a replay on a Tuesday early morning. That's because Dean's Gold is open every single day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 a.m. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard that's in North Miami Beach. Surround yourself with beautiful ladies who come from all over the world. There's only one place in South Florida you could do that. Only one building. It is the ultimate gentleman's club, Dean's Gold. The Everglades Poker Open going on right now at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. I had my tournament this past Tuesday. So many of you came out. We had a great time. My next one will be coming up October 17th. The Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, it happens every single month in the poker room at the Hard Rock, but you don't have to wait until then. They've got great tournaments going on right now, 
more than $500,000 in guaranteed prize pools. For all of the information you want to go out there tonight, this weekend, visit SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. Very simple. SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. You will find the entire tournament list. Also, the days where they're giving out $1,000 for bonus high hands. Some great poker action. Really, really good poker action. Always happening, whether it's a cash game or a tournament, in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Some of you may want to go play cards tomorrow afternoon and watch the Hurricanes game. Supposed to be really bad weather for that game. But another thing that's really bad in that game, that would be Temple, Miami's opponent. I don't think it's really about Temple, though, and how they're not good. I think this game is way more about the Canes. And I want to see how they're going to translate all of these success that they've had so far at home to taking it on the road. Are they going to be able to be just as good as they were at home on the road? I would imagine they cruise in this game. I would think. I'll be watching it. I hope I'm right. I don't think they're going to have a particularly hard time with Temple, regardless of the weather. Miami's line play, both sides of the ball, has taken such a leap. The physicality on both sides of the ball, the tackling, the push at the point of the attack. Miami can run the ball now. The lines have been really good. What I hope to see from the Canes is where they go in there, they use those lines, and they just bully Temple, physically impose their will on Temple, just kick their butt. And then Tyler Van Dyke, he can eat. And if the passing game gets all messed up because of the weather, then just rotate in all the running backs all game long. Mario's system and his ideas and his type of players, it's it's been a big contribution to the Kane's success so far this season. Because Mario Cristobal is all about the line. And if you have good line play, like really good line play, you're going to win a lot of games. It may not be the fastest show on earth like the Miami Dolphins have. It's a different style. Both of them work. But when you have really good lines, it makes up for so many other things. Not to say that the Canes don't have a good quarterback or good running backs or good guys on defense. But it all starts at those lines. You can make up for those lines if you've got really good playmakers. But the Canes... This is all part of the building process. I know we always hear about building and rebuilding, but it's Mario's second year with the Canes, and I like what I'm seeing so far. I'm not going to get super excited like I am with the Dolphins, but with the Canes, I like what I'm seeing so far. They should be 5-0, and and let's see what they do in North Carolina, but they got this game tomorrow against Temple. They should 100% take care of business. I always try to take care of business at Gulfstream Park when I'm there in Hollandale Beach. I go to Gulfstream Park's trackside restaurant, 10 Palms. And you could go there this weekend. You can go there any week. There's sunshine meat. 
is going on right now with live racing every single week there in Hollandale Beach. So the business I take care of at Gulfstream Park, I go to their trackside restaurant, 10 Palms. I get myself a table. I watch the races live right in front of me. I got a program too. Sometimes it's good to read the program if you know how to read it. Sometimes even if you do know how to read it, it's better to just ask somebody next to you, hey, what horse do you like in this race? What's your favorite color? Uh, What's your favorite number? That works sometimes too, but it always works out great when you are at 10 Palms, the trackside restaurant at Gulfstream Park. You will have yourself a great time. And when it comes to wagering, you could bet as little as 10 or 20 cents with the possibility of making thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. Live racing every single week during the Sunshine Meet happening right now at Gulfstream Park. The Marlins finally had a day off yesterday, their first in over two weeks, and it helped because they gained some ground. Coming into today, they were tied with the Cubs for the third wildcard spot, but the Marlins, they hold the tiebreaker. Now the Marlins back on the field tonight. No day off. They better not take a day off because they got a game against the Milwaukee Brewers. The last six games of the season for the Marlins are at the Mets and at the Pirates, three and three. They're road games, but the Mets and the Pirates, not that good, but we just saw what happened with the Marlins and the Mets, so you never know. But what I do know is right now they got to handle the Brewers. This is all there for the Marlins. Nine games to prove that they are a postseason team. You cannot mess around with any of these. What more can you ask for with this Marlins team in contention for the postseason with nine games to go? Here's something you can be in contention for. Early retirement. Reach out to Trajan Wealth. You might be thinking, oh, I got another nine years till I can retire or another 19 years. Not necessarily. Trajan Wealth will get you on your way And you will be able to meet with the great people at Trajan Wealth without it costing you anything. Visit their site, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. They're local. They're in Palm Beach. They will design a plan at Trajan Wealth that is based around your goals, which is the most important part. Some of us think, oh, yeah, we're doing the right thing right now. But reach out to Trajan Wealth because they will make sure you do the right thing. You could also call them at 561-390-1000. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. Here on this Friday, Clay Ferrero from WPLG Local 10 with us on the Andy Slater Show. Clay, are you um, in possession yet of a Dame jersey? Did you go out and buy one? I have not bought one yet, but uh, I'm also holding off on buying my kids any jerseys of any other Heat players right now because who knows who's going to end up going out in this thing once it finally goes down. Oh, no, I, I, I was talking about like him in a Blazers jersey. Oh, come on. Come on, man. I mean, he's he's a blazer. Stop it. No, stop it. I thought maybe you'd spill some. I mean, you're in this whole mix. You send out a bunch of tweets or X's or whatever O's, whatever we're supposed to call them now. Yeah, I I can't do that, man. I can't. It's (laughs) tweets. And you know what? There's going to come a point when they're going to ban people for calling them tweets on Twitter. 
and I'm still going to call it Twitter, but I'm going to still say tweets, and they're going to ban me, and then I'll never be on again because I refuse to call it X. You know, you think just like I do because I've I've wanted to write tweets in a tweet, <laughs> and I'm afraid. I'm like, Elon's going to see this, and I'm going to be banned or something. I, I, I just don't care. Like, it's <laughs> if I get banned for calling them tweets, then uh, our, our bosses can come down and – if our bosses come down and say, hey, look, you have to call them X's because we X's. need you to do social media – then that is the only way I will. Otherwise, I am I am taking a uh, a moral stance against uh, calling it X. Or maybe we're supposed to just say a post. Like I see you posting a lot on X. I don't know. Uh, I don't know because you're still you're still like conforming to what they want you to do, and I'm just I'm, I'm not. No, so I'm not if you were going to send out a tweet about South Florida sports right now, recapping everything. I don't know how many characters you get because I don't know if you have blue or what you're allowed to do nowadays, Clay. But if you were going to send out a tweet about South Florida sports, what would you say? Uh, I would probably just send out that gif of uh, the guy whose mind is blown. And uh, just (laughs) (laughs) this coming weekend in South Florida sports. Okay, so hold on. Let let me stop you there for just one second because I think you bring up something interesting. Tweeting out a gif of somebody's mind that's blown what part of what's going on right now blows you away the most well i would say and this isn't the answer you're looking for but i'm gonna give it anyway just just ever just the fact that there is so much and it's like you know like i was putting together my sports cast yesterday and it was like okay we got to talk about dolphins because uh you know the the injury report is significant uh you know not that it, it's a fairly clean one given the point in the season but i mean you have significant players on there between waddle and and Phillips and Tron Armstead, and it, it's looking better for at least two of them to play. Um, but you know, you have the news coming out that the Hurricanes game in sat on Saturday is going to be played in the monsoon. I gotta, I gotta slip that in there. The Lionel Messi stuff is is a huge story. I mean, that's that's big. Um, and and yet, you know, the you you have a team fighting for a playoff spot in in the major leagues. And, and oh, by the way, training camp just started for the Florida Panthers. And you could make the case that if this trade goes down in the next, you know, who knows how many hours, that that is going to be my top story, not only in a block for Lillard, but also for the entire sports cast. And so it's like there is just a a magnitude, uh, just the, the the sheer volume of stuff that you could easily say would be your top story right now is is crazy and you know it just feels like we had these these finals runs back in the in the early summer and stuff really hasn't slowed down very much if anything it's almost picked up as far as more sports now even being involved why do you say the marlins like third or fourth on your list though because i i really thought i I thought clay you were going to say hey the marlins nine games to go going for that wild card spot. I thought that would be higher than Messi or or the Canes. Well, because I was talking specifically about yesterday's sportscast and the, the, the Marlins okay. didn't play. So it was okay. like, hey, here's an update of what happened the night before, and I was trying to keep it more, gotcha. more normal. And then I spun it forward and, and started talking about the Dame stuff. But no, I look, I, I think as far as like, when I'm setting up my sportscast for tonight, the Marlins will be the lead because it's going to be the only new thing talking about the the 10 and 11 o'clock tonight. So that'll that'll be first. Um, and yeah, it's significant. I don't. Uh, yeah, it's going to be first. And I'm trying to think of like if they played, 
if they played on the same night that Messi played in the same, you know, I, I would lean towards Inter Miami with Messi just come because on. Messi is huge. Come no, come on, on man. It's Lionel Messi. It's the Marlins yes. going to the – see, I wish I had Craig Mittervini on this phone right now because I wouldn't even have to say another word. <laughs> no, I well, and I figure I knew I'd get yelled at. But, no, any any game that, that Messi plays that is of consequence here, that's, that's going to be – that's going to be ahead of it's going to be ahead of Marlins unless you you're getting into the playoffs like actual playoff games uh, and you know it, it's not going to be ahead of Dolphins it would be and it's not going to be ahead of the Canes um, but you know just on a, a a team that plays a nightly game it's it's going to be difficult to to match up with what Messi is isn't it cool Clay again Clay Ferrero from WPLG Local Ten with us here on the Andy Slater Show isn't it cool to kind of have this conversation? Instead yes. of the instead of the easy answer, well, yeah, and I, and I think that's the thing is like I don't I, I'm not gonna like tell you you're crazy, and I know you're you're no I'm not gonna say I know that you're joking with me about being crazy because I know you probably think I am crazy. Yeah, but I'm not joking. like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you you're crazy for telling me that the Marlins should lead even over a messy uh, led team because man they are fighting for fighting for a playoff spot. Like this isn't. There is no real wrong answer with all of this stuff. And it's wild that, look, I, I, I will, you know, speaking freely, like there are some summer days in the past where we're like just trying to find ways to spin something as being top story worthy. And not that you make up stuff, but like, right. hey, the Mar- hey, we're in the middle of summer and the Marlins are only seven games out of a wild card spot and they've got an easy schedule coming up. So let's lead with that. You know what I mean? Like that's it's we haven't had to do that in a long long time and you know it's 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 a combination again of just the the sheer magnitude of of stuff but then also the quality of of the names and and frankly the teams involved right now are you a believer clay in look at what the heat did and the panthers did barely getting in like really on the the final day being the eighth seed and then going to play for the title are you a believer that when you look at the Marlins now, and you see how I'm bringing up the Marlins a lot, you look at them now and you say, hey, just like everything else that happened in South Florida, maybe they barely get in. And if they barely get in, they're going to go for the World Series title. I- I'm a believer that you can't say anything is impossible anymore. Like, And, and maybe it's partially because of that, although I think you can look at both the Heat and the Panthers and, and find really good reasons why they – ended up so low and made a run. I think with the Panthers, hey, Bob Bob was the hot goalie for the entire playoffs up until the Stanley Cup final. Um, and you also had you know, really good players, and Matthew Kachuk's a, a great leader with the Heat. You know, you, you have a team that <laughs> we know how they tend to feel about the regular season, um, and then they really put it together at, at the right time. And so, and so, But we knew they had the talent. This is, you know, the core of that roster made the finals uh, three years earlier and, and was one shot away from the finals the year before. The thing that concerns me, I would say, with the Marlins is, you know, Sandy. And just having a healthy Sandy versus not having a healthy Sandy, to me, is the difference in believing this team has like a a very realistic chance at being that hot team and if you want to compare it to the Panthers and having the hot goalie not that the Marlins starting pitching isn't good beyond Sandy but when you have somebody like Sandy and the rest of that staff you can believe it can make up for uh, uh, I guess a a subpar offense perhaps compared to the rest of the 
the playoff field. So, yeah, nothing's impossible. Uh, I, I would say that if for some reason Sandy is able to come back and be healthy for a postseason run and somehow get back to who he was or close to who he was last year, then then I definitely start to believe. Clay, if the Hard Rock Bet app was working, which it's not yet, but it will soon, uh, what would be your three-team South Florida parlay for the weekend? Are we talking? Are we talking straight up? Um, yeah, straight up wins. Um, any parlay you want to put together? Okay, so I would take Inter Miami to lose because Messi's not playing. Messi and Alba aren't playing, uh, and Orlando City is is a good team. I would definitely take the Canes to win, even though it's going to be a monsoon. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take baseball. So I'd take the Dolphins to win, you know, and then I, now I do think covering is going to be a tough deal. Um, you know, I, I, that's going to be a desperate team they're playing. It's also a team that you know, should be at least, it should be one and one. Um, you know, they blew the game late last weekend. They're going to be desperate. They, you know, it's still a talented team that's kind of figuring out how to win, but I, I still think the Dolphins find a way to win. So I would take, Orlando City, uh, the Canes, and and the Dolphins this weekend. You don't think uh, Sean Payton is like just stealing money there? No, I don't. I don't. I and look, I I saw this in in New Orleans with him, and and what they what they had to do, what they had to overcome, and and I think it's they they had a chance to win that game, and they didn't last weekend. And, and look, you blew it at the end, but no, I, I think he's building a culture there. And and look, I also I don't think wins are of paramount importance to this season for that team because man like if for some reason they finish with a top two or three pick look at the quarterbacks in this draft so anyway this isn't a a denver talk show so i don't think you need me to go off on a rant on that but uh, (laughs) no I, i think i think he's doing exactly what he needs to do there well if you say bad things about the denver broncos that's gonna make dolphins fans very happy but yeah like you said they should be three and oh and this conversation hopefully will continue into next week. Clay Ferrero from WPLG Local 10. You could watch him this weekend and all next week lead with the Miami Marlins on his uh, sports cast because they're going to go on a winning streak and they're going to get into the postseason. And then Clay's going to be the grand marshal in the parade. Is that true? I mean, it, you, this is news to me. If you, hey, Andy Slay, you got better sources than I do. So I'm believing <laughs> you over, uh, over my own lying eyes. Take care, buddy. Thanks for coming. Hi, right, man. Take right. care. It's always good to uh, talk to Clay, especially on a Friday. Clay's that like feel-good uh, voice. But he's talking about Inter-Miami, and I know Messi's a huge deal, monstrous deal. But our Mar- – like, Messi just got here. Our Marlins have been here. The guy just gets here. Inter-Miami's – they got a fight ahead of them to try to get in. This has got to be more about the Marlins. That's how I feel, if I haven't made that already known. All right, that's all the time I got for this Friday afternoon. Enjoy your football and baseball weekend. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.